Order barrels. You can hear the. Uh, there's a bit of uh, ambience in the background with the kitchen. There's a, a few other things going. So if you if you're listening, um, you'll just be able to realise that we're in a we're in an actual brewery for the first time. In a, first time ever in an actual brewery doing an actual <laughs> podcast on the actual brewery. So we're very excited, but we're here um, in beautiful Mount Beauty um, with Mountain Monk. So we're very excited. So we've got Mick. Anthony and Steph from Mountain Monk, and we're just going to do um, a few tastes and just talk through, talk through uh, some beers and and one we've got one exclusive towards the end which we're pretty excited about. So welcome guys. Yeah, good day guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for coming down. Yeah, yeah, no worries at all. I'll pass over to Grazzi because Grazzi's itching. He's itching to chat. Oh. He's hosting. He is hosting. <laughs> no, he's Simon's got the radio voice and everyone knows that. Um, now obviously we we tried to do this once a couple of weeks ago and. Um, things happen and that's fine but I'm so excited and I was so keen to come back that's why I messaged you as soon as I can to try and get this back back on the road and I think as well as I've told you guys I only knew about you existing from seeing a lady at a park wearing the Mountain Monk shirt and I noticed the words Mount Beauty and craft beer and I, I was like okay this is pretty exciting I should ask a couple of questions and a few months later here we are on site got tasting paddles you guys put on lunch for us it's incredible so thank you first and foremost before we get into everything um thanks for coming thank you so much now really just if you guys want to introduce yourselves individually and tell us your roles here and um i guess the journey or like in a shortened form of how we came to be here today with the beers you've got on tab yeah cool Um, yeah yeah yeah. i guess uh um mick um and all three of us uh, brew probably at the moment. Um, Punky and I probably do the majority of the brewing. Stephanie's getting into it, into it now. Um, in I think it was 2017, um, we sort of took over this place, and at that time it was just a um, it was an old country club. Um, so we um, we we sort of took over the place. I think it was in early 2017. It was like a, a pokey sort of traditional sort of country um, t- um, type of um, setup. We we had a different vision. Um, for it, obviously, um, now we've got a brewery and things, and we've always had that vision. But um, getting there is, is taking us, you know, uh, quite a long time um, to get there. So, um, especially so, yeah. with COVID in between, and COVID in between <laughs> didn't didn't help us out too yeah. much, and um, um, crazy prices from importing um, brewery equipment from from China and things like that sort of set us back a fair bit. So, um, but we got there in the end, and um, yeah, yeah, it's good fun. Um, yeah, I'm Steph. Um, I'm actually Michael's wife. I'm German, so I always love beer. <laughs> and um, yeah, so when you were telling me about kids' beer before, so <laughs> they do have children's beer, in Germany, <laughs> but it is non-alcoholic, so I must add that. Um, so yeah, so I started drinking beer when I was really young, non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> but yes, no. Um, yeah, when Michael mentioned to me, he's like, "Oh, I would love to, love to do a brewery, and uh, let's move to a country. Let's, let's do this." Um, I was actually quite keen, to be honest, and uh, that's where we met Punky, um, Anthony. We call him Punky, sorry. So, um, and yeah, so he started with us um, as soon as we opened the brewery, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm Anthony Brewer Gray or Punky. Where does Punky come from? Yeah, so yeah, oh, surname Brewer, um, a cricket, <laughs> a, a cricket nickname, Punky Brewster. Yeah, 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 Punky, yeah, yeah. So, so there we go. Show, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a nineties lad, so nineties music I love. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, um, I've known uh, Mick and Steph for a while, and um, mainly Mick and um, brother Steve through cricket here at Mount Beauty, and they started talking about opening up a brewery, and they. They knew that I don't mind a beer and I, um, I don't mind my home brewing and stuff like that. And 
had it at the back of my mind ever since we had that first conversation. You guys mentioned about opening a brewery here, and I love, I've always loved coming to this venue. And I went, oh, to my wife, I'd love to be involved. I'd love to be involved. And um, am I brave enough to leave my day job to um, come and take this step? And then, yeah, last year I just approached them and said, I'd love to work and brew with you guys, learn. Um, from Mick, um, his um, uni course he's completed for a year in craft brewing, and yeah, they straight away that the boys just said, "Yep, we'd love to have you on. Let's get it happening." So yeah, we're, here pretty we are. Much, we're pretty much both novices on a on a commercial scale. So you can almost call us like home brewers, sort of, um, you know, with a big bit of kit, you know, yeah. <laughs> trying, yeah. trying trying to work out how it all, all fits together and how yeah. it all works. So yeah. Um, yeah. So all three of you mentioned. Uh, that we're here in the West Peak Hotel, yeah. uh, former country club, as you yeah. mentioned, me. So when you guys took over the place, was there always the intention of being a brewery? Was that was it like, we're going to take over the West Peak and we're going to create the brewery? Or was that did that come after you looked at it and went, oh, this would be an awesome brewery? No, 100%. No, yeah. oh, sorry. 100% always wanted to do... Um, notwithstanding, I didn't know how to like do beer on, on, on a scale like this, um, like home brewer, you know, that sort of stuff. But it was always the intention to, to, to be a brewery. It just took us a long time to get there, you know, take baby steps, you know, get the do a renovation at the front of the, the pub. Um, you know, as you can probably tell, if you've been out the back area, the old country club, sort of old, um, you know, older style, you know, 70s dreary type area. Wanted to freshen it up a little bit um, for the community and things like that. In a kitchen, we got some pretty good food coming out at the moment. We got some, we got so we got some um, really good um, people in there working with us. Um, and then the next step was 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 to do a, a brewery. And um, yeah, it took us a while, like I said, but we, we got there in the end. And yeah, we sort of kicked off at the end of last year and sort of just trying to get our processes right and, and, and make some nice clean beer at the moment. You're definitely doing that. And we all had a beautiful lunch before we started recording this, so you're spot on about the kitchen. Uh, baked potato with grilled chicken can yeah, nice. can recommend. <laughs> now, um, we, of course, uh, our podcast structure, we're usually trying beers and discussing them. Yeah. Fantastic treat today to have the brewers of the beer that we're enjoying. So you guys might be able to talk us through some of the tasting paddles that we have. And I think we've all, uh, we've all tried a few already, but um, we've got two more here that we haven't tried yet. And the first one um, that I've sipped, and I think oh, maybe yes. you, you did as well. No, you've I've gone the wrong order. Oh, that's okay. Um, I started with the lowest ABV, which I believe was the dark ale. So if you guys want to just talk yes. us through that, that particular beer, that'd be great. Yeah, we're um, quite inspired by White Rabbit's dark ale. So um, we, were, we didn't want to oh. replicate that. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry, Thanks. I got over that. That wasn't. I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not even taking the piss out. It's delicious. Yeah. As soon as I put my nose in there, I'm like, oh, chocolate. Let's see what else is there. So yeah. continue. Sorry. Ah, oh, Rupert. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what we're really after. Good. Just that impact of yum from um, tastes. But yep. um, yeah, we wanted wanted something that wasn't um, <coughs> too in your face. Like we, we you know, we, we all love a big porter, such as Bridge Road's excellent, robust porter. We we're really after a sessionable. Um, Easy drinking, dark. Um, got some, got it. Yeah, got some um, chocolate, coffee um, character, um, lingering malt flavour, and we've had our challenges with this brew. I have to say, mm-hmm. yeah, with fermentation, um, learning about about um, hence, grain hence bills. The novice, for the novice, the novice. <laughs> yes, yeah, you can yeah. learn on. You can learn. Um, you know, any, anything at that you know TAFE or uni or whatnot. But when you put it into practice yeah. and um, and try and get it going, I think we uh, we probably yeah. pitched. Uh, we underpitched. Underpitched um, our yeast underpitched. for this. To, to, wow. to start off with, so, 
What does that so like talk about uh, novices? Uh, we we try to learn as we go along, but what does under pitching a beer in this case actually do to it? Uh, does this just mean it's undrinkable at that point, or does it turn out completely different to what you what, had intended? Well, yeah, what happens is um, you you think you put enough yeast in um, once you brewed your beer, but um, the yeast will only chomps through so much um, fermentable sugars in the grain until it's like, well, we're exhausted, we're stuffed. Uh, it's like St Kilda during the fourth quarter <laughs> last night, unfortunately. <laughs> like, we're absolutely yeah. done. Last night we need, we need yeah, more nice. substitutes. We need substitutes in. So then, um, hence, yeah, Mick and I um, helped the, the beer on a bit more with a little bit more yeast during that fermentation process um, to kickstart it again, and that's where we're at today. So um, the next dark that we've got in our um, fermenter three right now... Um, we we know what yeast how much we need to change up the recipe out. a little yeah. bit, um, yeah. you know, so that it, it gets there in the end, and, and probably pitched yeah. uh, like change our, our yeast up, and then obviously yeah. um, pitch enough so that uh, all the all the sugars get um, um, converted to alcohol and uh, get down to the gravity that we that, that we wanted and the alcohol content at the end of the day. It's only four yeah. percent, is that yes. that's right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. It, it's it, there's such a rich flavour to it, and these beers uh, you mentioned the. Bridge Road uh, Robust Porter. I think that's still only around 5%. It's not overly yeah. boozy either. But I think if we make jokes about blind tasting beers sometimes, and I think if you put this in front of me as a blind tasting, there's so much rich depth of flavour behind it. I, I could nearly say it was more than 4%. So yeah. creating the illusion that there's like yes. all that extra sort of beef to the beer. And there's no like cabs in Mount Beauty. So uh, people come yeah. to our, in our place, we want them to have a few beers and they now they can't drive home and things yeah. like that. So um, we didn't, we don't, we're not going too crazy. And that, that's yeah. something that we're trying to achieve with most of our beers, that people can have a few different ones, try them and still be, you know, in a, in a good state. Um, possibly and that's something I've noticed in other countries as well like we just recently been to Ireland for example and they they love their stouts but they keep them quite low in their ABV and that's just something we try to aim for as well yeah of course now um, we don't have on the tasting paddle the pale Um, obviously that was the first beer brewed Um, was that the beer that whose recipe was that and was that something that yeah I sort of um, I've always uh, so so um, uh, one of my lecturers at that um, at, at, at Tate was uh, Richard Adam- Adamson from uh, from Young Henry's, and I really love their Newtown beer. So it was like a, a beer that was um, it's, it's a pale ale, but it's still got that bit of a it's got a little bit of a, a multi kick in it, not 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 too overboard, but a little bit in it. That sort of was the inspiration behind that one. Um, yeah, he's a really good fella and um, awesome brewery down there in, in Newtown, and um, yeah, that's sort of where we are. Oh, they're favourites around Australia, I think, yeah, so yeah, no, a great yeah, person, great. sort of. Actually, it's part of my course, so I did like two weeks um, in there, um, brewing with the guys down there, and it was, it was really awesome. So where was this course? Like, you've mentioned it a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, it was, um, it was a, a taste course at uni, it's a, it's a year course, and I did it while I'm still working in my, my, my normal job. You sort of go there at night, um, you know, do a few hours there at night, but then also there's placements at different breweries, so I can't remember all the ones I went to, I went to... Um, the Australian Brewery, I went to obviously Young Henry's, um, might have been Batch, um, and, and three or four others. Uh, Akasha. Then, uh, Akasha. Yeah, um, yeah they're, they're really cool. Um, big, big hoppy beers, those guys. They're, yeah. uh, they're, they're, they're pretty cool. I love their beers. Um, but they're, they're all, all fantastic people in the industry, and I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah. Awesome. Now, uh, that's the only beer currently available in cans, um, and it's lo- yes. mostly local area at the moment. Yeah, yep. so our local food works just across the road, very easy for deliveries. And yep. um, <laughs> also at Harrietville, um, there's the Hotel Motel are trialling it in cans at the moment. 
We've and got them in Melbourne too, though. Yes. There's a bottle shop in Melbourne. It's yeah, funny. yeah, South Bank there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the name escapes me. It'll come to me later. Yeah. Um, but Steve. But we're, I'm, we're sure, I'm sure Hudson's shop's there. there we haven't been going too hard on it. So yeah. we haven't, yeah. with the marketing and selling, we haven't really, like I said earlier, we were, um, we're trying to get the beer right, fresh. Um, we've gone yeah. out there a little bit because we've got a heap of cans out of the back, so we want to sell some around the place. Um, so... I think that's probably the next stage where we'll be canning um, on the 1st of August, I think yeah. it is, Clunky. And, um, we'll have a few more beers and we'll take them around and try and get it out there a little bit more. Um, but it hasn't been our focus at the moment. The focus is learning our equipment, you know, brand new equipment, trying to make sure we know how to, how to use it, make nice, clean, crisp beer um, and be happy with our beers. And then I think that's probably the next stage for us is to, to go out there and sell it a little bit more. Yep. Nice. Well, I know there's some word of mouth already around uh, Auburn Wodonga uh, from a few people that at least I've like, seen the logo or have heard about it and mentioned it. I know some other um, brewers from town we've spoken to are certainly well aware. I'm not sure if they've made the trip up here or not, but yeah, so there will certainly be some interest when we, we start seeing it sort of spread out a little bit more. Um, no, no, that's awesome. Um, now, Hudson, I think this is your question. Question five. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Refer to question sheet. Um, yeah, so, um, Mick, you're in a recent interview with the Crafty Pint. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, you mentioned that the name stemmed from the history of beer and the, the part that monks played in beer yeah. and how it started. Well, Stephanie's the German, I reckon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This yeah, director yeah, just I think that's the one telling the story, yeah, too. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, so, monks were pretty much the first um, to people Except to... Except the <laughs> Fine, but you know, you know what Germans are like. They yeah, always yeah. want to everything. Um, in yeah, in Germany, so they had all those um, breweries happening in those monasteries, and that's something that um, we've seen um, even visiting different monasteries when we were doing our trips in Germany. And obviously, I'm from Germany, so I've seen it a few times as well. And it's just something that we found inspired, were inspired by, um, and that's why we thought, oh, um, something to do with monks would be pretty cool. And since we're in the mountains. Be mountain monk, so but yeah. yeah we're, we're a little bit like that ourselves, you know. I'll, I'll, yeah. We're from the from Sydney and the city, you know. Move to the country, become a little bit more monkish, and get away from that. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Get away from the big smoke, you know, and, yeah. and get down here ourselves. So. so I guess that leads to the second part. Have you guys got plans to do like a traditional kind of monk brewed beer or that style? Like I, I think you mentioned the Augustina Brow directly yeah. in that interview. Is that mm. is there something like you want to do something like that in the future? Or? In future, possibly, yes, yes but I definitely. think we're not quite at that stage yet, although yeah. I was t- uh, talking to the boys, ideally what I really would love for September, October is a Merton beer or something like that, yeah. like a traditional Oktoberfest beer would be fantastic, or a wheat beer, Punky makes a really good wheat beer at home and I'm sure he yeah. can make a really good wheat beer and yeah. the brewery as well, so no, we, we, we would love that. Nick and I are planning on brewing a wheat beer um, ready for end of September, you know, yeah. Oktoberfest yeah, nice. time. Yes. Um, um, but I've, yeah, we've been looking up, reading, researching, and talking with um, <coughs> Sam as well at King River Brewing Company with their amazing double box. So to get a, a box happening next yeah. year, yeah, yeah. Um, they're super into their Belgian stars yeah. at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah now, one thing that uh, instantly you notice whether you can see the name Mountain Monk is the, the little monk logo yep. on the shirt, and that's that's the first thing I, I certainly noticed. Um, Oh, so and of course behind us here, yeah, beautiful <laughs> little backdrop, uh, which is fantastic. Who's gonna get 
the tattoo first, uh, the three of you. <laughs> or has someone already done it? <laughs> no, not yet. Funky, go on. <laughs> You're the only one with <laughs> tattoos. Um, so. One of the rare ones in my fa- immediate family doesn't have tattoos. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the way to go. Might be first. Could be, yeah. Mm. But, um, no, you two have got some tattoos. Yeah. I want my small biceps. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, now, now, we, as a pod, um, we love the can art and the visual design behind all the beers. Um, how was the experience working with uh, Leah Hume Creative? Which I saw was on the Instagram page. I think she's done yeah. most. Is she probably going to be something in the future that will work with her with other other most, releases? Most definitely, she's super talented and um, lovely young lady. Um, my sister as well. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. hey, Leah. So um, yeah, we've we've engaged with her for um, all sorts of other artwork pieces for uh, the the um, interior of the bar too. So a mural for the monks brewing beer, the process of brewing from. Um, milling the grain right through to um, packaging and this wall here we're planning on a northeast Victoria map that um, Leah Hume Creative will um, produce and then we can we can highlight um, breweries and distilleries around the yep. local region. Oh, awesome, much yeah. like the, uh, the Good Shed is something similar yeah, as well yeah, which yeah. is obviously a, fa- a favourite of ours so yeah. No, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, we bring this up every every interview because it's so interesting and we love it so you mentioned it's going to be a northeast uh, brewery and distillery map it's really we just think it's really cool how um you know craft breweries and all that sort of thing promote each other and that you know you're not just putting up the northeast victoria and it's got mountain monk and no one else up there you'll have everyone up there to do the the sort of trail and do the pilgrimage um how important is it to you guys to sort of collaborate and you know um, shout out those other other breweries i think it's something quite unique to the brewing industry it's something i really found um when I was on my brewery course, actually. So, for instance, I can't remember what the breweries were, but there were two breweries close by, and um, I was working at one, doing some working experience there, and there was one up the road. The guys had run out of certain type of pots. They cruised up the road to the other dudes, and they said, yeah, no worries. Have, you know, it's like everybody supported each other, and I think it's more of a, you know, it's the, it's the smaller local breweries and, and breweries, uh, microbreweries, sort of against the big CUBs and the, and the Lion Nathans and stuff who have got a monopoly everywhere, you know what I mean? So I don't, there's no sort of, um, you know, in industry, there's sort of a, a competition between you know people in a lot of industries, but you don't tend to get that in in brewery um, type situations. Not that I've found anyway. Everyone's sort of supportive of each other, you know, and um, as you know, and, 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 and trying to get people into the regions. Our main focus. It's like if you've got two, three, four breweries in this area, you're more likely to get people to come to this area. You know yeah. what I mean? And they'll go and visit all of those breweries, not just yours. So the, you know, the focus is on getting the tourists in and then supporting each other, and um, you know. Creating a you know really you know robust and really um, uh, you know yeah. profitable and, and supportive industry. Well, we've seen it work for wine for so many oh, years, like wine yes. regions yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah. and in Australia, of course, pretty blessed with a few few spots and some quite close to where we are now. Um, there's no reason why it can't work with um, with the breweries as well as, as you mentioned. But it is unique, as you said, because it's such a competitive market. But the people involved in that market are just working together, which is it's just really cool. Yeah. So I think because I, I think they know generally the consumer, like like us. I'm sure you guys as well would like to drink good beer. You're always trying to find new stuff and expand your horizons. So you, you're not necessarily just married to the idea of one brewery and just sticking to that, like a lot of CUB drinkers, as you sort of might be generalising a little bit. But yeah. Um, but but that, that, you know that, that, that's something that I, that I, that I found um, as well. Like early on in the in the brewery course that I did, um, like the, my lecturers they didn't need to be uni lecturers to make you know to pay their bills. 
they did it because they saw that um, some um, uh, breweries throughout Australia they, they didn't have their right um, processes and things correct and so um, they targeted a course at, at brewers who were already in the industry um, to come in and then refine their product and make them better brewers and hence produce better beer um, for the industry. So um, I, I sort of learned that early on when I, when I started this, this journey. Nice. Now we moved on to the, um, after the beautiful Dark Ale. Um, I know Hudson's got the right. Pick the beer that I'm drinking. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, I, I, I jumped into the, um, the Mountain Monk IPA, which, as we were learning a little bit about beforehand, was maybe a little bit accidental. So do you want to talk us through, the, uh, through that beer and, um, yeah, the, uh, the, the process that led to what it is today? Yeah, I think it was, it was one of our early beers, and I was sort of after more of a... I like um, big, you know, IPA, citrus, citrusy IPAs, and I sort of... Um, I was brewing with um, with Neil, who, who who installed our brewery, and he's a he's a master brewer. So he came in and he was he was doing our first brew, and I had all of the bags set up, ready in the brew, ready to go. And um, I had a 25 kilo bag of um, Cara Munich um, sitting in the corner. And the idea was to get five kilos out of that and put it in put it in the mash. And so I obviously hadn't told him beforehand, and he's poured the whole thing in. So <laughs> so we ended up with more of a big maltier sort of traditional British style. Um, um, beer rather than sort of what we were after, but I think um, we adjusted it on the fly and, and, and it turned out okay. So yeah, it was almost. Uh, I think Simon pointed it out before in our first taster. Almost like the, yeah, the the rich malt at the start is almost like the, the toffee malts you might yeah. find in a in like a red yeah. ale or a red IPA um, yeah. for sure. Yeah, except it doesn't necessarily yeah. pour that colour, not quite. And um, there's there's the lingering bitterness as well that you realise you're drinking an IPA straight after but yeah um, no that's awesome and you, you have mentioned not trying to go too far on the ABV just yet so this one sits at 6% yeah, I believe yeah so is this something you think if um, in the future you may have mulled over it a little bit if you're ever looking to do bigger beers would using the base of perhaps this beer for example to do like a double version or a more beefed up hoppier mm. version I don't know, of this we haven't particular really, we haven't beer really thought about it yet we, yeah. we sort of haven't really gotten there we sort of haven't really yeah. talked about really big big beers yet we're sort of just um, yeah I don't we're know. keen to um, for one or two on our tap I suppose because um, yeah. we're really um, driving like this um, sessionable style low ABV um, hence like I said designated drivers and in our town with no taxi service and um, <laughs> our amazing beer garden for um, those warmer times we're encouraging people just to have, be able to just sit and chill for a while and socialise um, but yeah Mick and I we, yeah we're keen to try um, one or two um yeah, big thump of beers. Yeah, well, we're looking at that maybe Crazies. down the track, sort of getting a, like a smaller pilot system, you know, so we yeah. can we can do our main sort of stuff and then try some funkier, sort of bigger, bolder. I would love um, you to sour, make small batch releases. Yeah, <laughs> things, like, things like that, and then see how they go, and then and if they work out really well, then you know, yeah. you know, um, put them in the in the bigger system. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. But that you, grain bill there, yeah, that could that could help yeah. us out for sure. Yeah. Okay. With, um, yeah, another another type. Yeah. Do, you, do you find, I guess, being in a, a venue like this one, where from the outside some people may see, oh, cool, West Peak Hotel. Perhaps it's, it's they might think it's just a, a run-of-the-mill country pub, and they come in, they see all these beers on tap. I suppose that must play a part in at the moment, as you said, having things that are more sessionable. You might not have a taxi service in town, but you might get people in here that aren't expecting craft beer on tap. So then you you sort of are in a way catering to those people to a point as well so you don't want to necessarily 
be like, here's an 8% IPA, jump in when they're at least drinking lagers. That's right, and that's why we've got a few um, sort of uh, easier drinking beers on tap as well. So something we've done for the locals of Mount Beauty and the surrounds in particular, we um, created a draft beer because um, funnily enough, one of the first things we've done when we started a brewery was take off cut draft, and that that was not, you know... Oh. Not ideal okay. um, uh, for yeah, everyone in here. Local, so we wanted something local. easier drinking for for the locals, and yep. they're quite appreciated of that. And now they're like, "Oh, when is it coming in cans?" Because we yeah. want to take the stuff home, and that's like really good, like lovely feedback. But still, you can't from convert that. everybody. Of we've course still, not. We've, we've still got those. We're not going to. Dead set against. I think it's. I think it's too clean for them. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. A, it's. A, it's a but uh, like you said, the people that don't expect craft beer in a venue like ours, and there's also people that you know are used to having all those sort of standard beers sitting on the tab. I think you need to have something for them as well, and that's where the draft comes in. And um, even some of the, you know, I think we might even do another lager at some point as well. Yeah. Until yeah. we can convert them down the track to yeah. trying to drink stuff. IPAs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, for example. <laughs> I, th- I think it's awesome coming yeah. in here because I did make an assumption. I saw all the taps up the front and I was like, oh, the other taps must be down the side kind of thing. But I love the commitment that yeah. um, you've just yeah got all your taps. And yeah, the, the, the punters are like, yeah, well, we're missing drafts. So you're like, oh, we'll make yeah, a draft. Yeah, we weren't sure. We weren't yeah. sure. And, uh, yeah. But at, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's not commercially viable for us to... You know, with you know, spending all this money on this system and, yeah. and not yeah. have you know pretty much all of our beers on tap, it just doesn't work. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And I'm just, I'm so glad that you've done it because yeah, well, the people that have, that come to the come to the place, it's like yeah, well yeah, I'll try, I'll try something. But new. you know, we still appreciate our you know the, the people who, who come in here like our local. Absolutely. So, so our guys, you know, we know one a couple of our guys, they'll just drink VB. Yeah, you'll yeah, never, yeah. You'll never convert yeah. them. Yeah. So we'll have a couple of slabs of VB out the back. Yeah, and they'll, yeah. yeah they'll come fine. in and they'll have it. Yeah, you know, fair enough. Got to work with people. I reckon. Yeah. Over, I reckon over time you'll get them based on the couple <laughs> we'll I've tasted yeah, so yeah. far. I reckon, I reckon you're on. Hello. Cheers, Simon. Did you wanna, I haven't got anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I can say, um, for those that um, our local drinkers that um, we go, oh, they're a bit shell shocked with um, Carlton Draft off tap, and then we put out, put our own draft on. They've tried that, but then it's been really pleasing to see some of those locals go to. Oh, I might try your Pilsner. That's yeah. like yeah. a similar. Yeah. I've seen it a Is lot. Is that a similar actually, style? Lately. As they've learnt now the drafts. Pilsner's Lager, same sort of yeah. lager style and yeah so it's really, really pleasing to you're see te- and hear about it. You're that. teaching them about beer whether they like it or not. <laughs> yeah, they're learning. <laughs> they're learning. No, now the um, you guys were at the Darker Days Festival. Yes, right. over yeah, at Bright so Brewery. How yeah. was the, was that the first festival? That it was. Yeah, yeah, how was yeah. the experience? Yeah, real buzz. Yes. Um, we were thrilled and um, shout out to Bright Brewery um, Scott and her team there were um, Laura Gray, we were just yeah, really appreciative that they gave us a and go. And very welcoming too, I must yeah. say. Yeah. The whole, the brewers and um, and Scott as well, the owner there, um, would yeah, approach us straight away when we were over on darker days, had a good old yak with us for a while and um, yeah. Yeah, we felt yeah, very welcome and um, it was a real buzz and really very exciting. Really feedback as well yeah. Yeah. on the IPA and... Yeah, you know, we're pretty happy with the day. It was, good. it was a good day. Well, that was going to be the next question. Yeah, how was the feedback? Obviously, you'd be nervous regardless, but was that yes. the only beer? Yeah. You guys yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. So we had the Econaut IPA yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. Um, which is the next one on your pedal, I think. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, but yeah, and yeah, we had great feedback on that, actually, which yeah. made us really happy. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of drinkers come up to us to say, oh, 
I see your shirts. I'm drinking your beer right now. This is lovely. And yeah. Yeah, da-da-da. Um, because, as you said, yeah, a bit nerve-wracking, you know. We're, we're brewing a beer that we're going to take over for all these visitors and other you know, darker days attracts a number of brewers. Even if their stalls aren't there, there's local brewers and brewers that travel from Melbourne to go and um, um, experience the festival. So, um, yeah, we, uh, we, we're happy to have a crack and yeah, we, we get ourselves out there. You know, no one said to our face, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Equinot is a hop that I don't, I had never heard of before I saw that you guys oh, were using. Oh, me neither. Yeah. Punky actually introduced yeah. me. He goes, smell this one. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. He goes, Let, let's, let's put that in. And I yeah. said, oh, okay, no worries. Well, I was going to ask, because, yeah, how did you pick that? Because it has, from just quick reading, it looks like it has a similar hop profile to a lot of your citrus-based hops. Yeah. Obviously, yes. the more popular ones being citra and the like. So yeah. how did that one come up? And you were like, this is the one... Well, all um, year after brewing the first um, very toffee malt driven IPA there, yep. Mick um, is, real, is really inspired and I really enjoy their brewery, um, their beers as well. Ben Spoke Brewing Co. Oh, cool. um, yeah, their crankshaft. Yeah, yeah. Crankshaft, crankshaft IPA. IPA stunning. And um, Mick's like, I really want to brew something similar, you know, the, the citrus orange um, style happening there. And um, researching that beer and uh, we've gone... I went, oh, Equinot, never heard of that hop before. Gave it a try and went, wow, we've got to feature this in a beer. And yeah, so it just went from there, really. Yeah. yeah. Mick um, developed the, the grain bill and um, we ordered in a heap of Equinot and mixed it in with, um, with the Yakima Valleys uh, from America, Citra and um, Simcoe. Um, yep. Centennial for some bitterness at yep. first there. Yeah, and went from there, I suppose, yeah. And I'm really pleased to see Mick just... Because mm. I was in New Zealand um, holidaying with my family at the, at the time there. He's, um, yeah, gone big on the um, dry hop. Yeah, yeah. just dumped yeah. kilos yeah. in. Was, you know, went reasonably big on the dry hop. Not as big as some places go, you know. I still didn't want it to be... Um, Overbearing, um, you know. Some people just won't drink IPAs because the hop in there is just so, you know, it's That's just so, so big. Yeah. So um, we wanted to, you know, strike the balance between, you know, being being a being an IPA but but not too overbearing. Yeah, cool. It's yeah. probably my favourite on tap at the moment, actually. Yeah. The Econop, out of yeah. out of all of the ones we've got. <laughs> yeah, probably say. mine too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If what you had an answer two weeks ago about the hops, we would have no idea. We recently tried uh, Mountain Culture released a few single hop series, yeah. and so we yeah. learned about Citra and Simcoe and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. cool hearing like those alternatives. Oh, excuse me, <clears throat> like the Equinot hop. Oh, there's so uh, many yeah. out there. Yeah, there's it's so it's crazy. I'm actually terrible. I love the smell of hops. I love it. Like, we've got bags and bags obviously stored in the cool room. And every time we said, oh, we have to open one up to brew, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. Um, you kind of really, from the smell of the, the hop, you kind of can sort of anticipate what the flavour's going to be. So, yeah. from that's when you mentioned um, that you're learning a lot about the hops um, from a single hop sort of beer. I think, you know, another, another option, if you have hop available, to smell it. I think that's what something I'll. What you could anyway. do, you guys could do, go and drop in a Cheeky Peak Brewing yeah. um, in Wodonga <laughs> and just ask, oh, can I just sniff your containers? <laughs> there are like 20 different hop varieties yeah, there. there you and go. you can just open up lids and yeah. get your snoz in there. And then <laughs> you can compare it sort of the beer you've been drinking, yep. I suppose. I don't know. I'm not sure how they will feel about that. So. I think you've landed on... Oh, this business will take off, don't, I, I'm <laughs> confident, but I think just as something extra on top, maybe... 
like car like air fresheners in hop flavors. Maybe oh. maybe that'll be like hop presented candles. by Mountain Muck. Yeah, hop yeah. candles. Yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah, yeah. Just not 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 bathroom air fresheners. They no, they maybe. worry me. Like vanilla can get ruined after a while if like you you associate it with bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like okay. Yeah. The smell is trying to hide. Yeah, let's let's, <laughs> let's not. Yeah, no, let's not do that. But um, yeah. But anyway, this um, no, this beer is sensational. It, might be my favourite as well. Uh, <laughs> I think um, it's, it's hard. You don't want to sound like a... I think like these days the kids call it being a basic bitch. I don't want to sound like a basic bitch and say that, oh, the IPA is my favourite, but it just it's a fantastic, tasty beer. So, yeah, I think the um, the dark ale, there's so many good things about all the beers, but it's like absolutely nailed this yeah, one. Yeah, so I'd be really well like, like yeah. fresh, um, you know, citrusy beers. I like that they just, you know, you can just drink them all day. Yeah. yeah. No, it's absolutely delicious. I really like that one. Um, probably, I don't know if this is really going to be a question in order, but it's just come up. So, obviously, you've got the big system out the back there. But, yeah, if you want to sort of try something out, try a new hop, is that still a try it at home, see if it's viable, and then switch it over to the bigger system? Or Yeah, here and there. Um, there's, like, um, I'm quite nervous about brewing our first hazy so I'm just developing that in our um, grain, in mixed grain father that I've yep. borrowed 20 yep. litre batches yeah, whereas I was just say well, let's just do it mix yep. all out I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, just, I'm just less and we've done yeah. that a few times oh yeah so we're, just yeah. Going, we're, just, we're just doing it yep. yeah yeah, so, um, yeah it's a it's a mixture of both yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure it'll get to a point like it'll get to a point where you just it's like banger after banger after banger and you'll just put it straight in there yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I wondered about that because you're like, well, oh, geez, that's a lot of beer to drink if it's sort of, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. doesn't work <laughs> out. But um, no, absolutely fantastic. We I did that with the sour actually because we, um, we we had a sour. It's not on, on tap unfortunately at the moment. So it's gone. It's finished. Um, but it was just, which a, is a good it was just thing. It was just, yeah, it's a good thing. It People was just a, it. It was just a straight sour. You know, no no um, no additions or anything yeah. in there, and we didn't know how to make a sour. Yeah. Uh, we worked it out, and it turned out turned out okay. And, Punky didn't want to make a big batch of it. Yeah. No, I was going, oh, if I'm not doing a 20 litre batch, can we just do like a half batch to mix? Going, no, full. I said, no, first one, please. Come on, let's. All right, we compromised. We went sort of maybe two thirds mm. <laughs> full. And yeah, it turned out well. And that's going to help us as a base for our. Um, we're, we're really keen on our um, fruit sours. So yeah, that's. Yeah. Over summer. Yeah, we've yeah. 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 got plans for a number of fruit sours. Yeah. So what is the turnaround on a beer here? So from the, the day you start the brew to having it on the tap here, what's the usual turnaround? Oh, I'd say it'd be three to four weeks for an ale. Yep. And then we've, we've gone for about two months for a, um, a lager style. Okay. So it's, it's definitely our pilsners. Yeah, we've gone, say, eight weeks to nine weeks from brewing through to packaging and, and on tap. Yeah, We... Um, we're not rushing the beers. We, um, we know we've, we've got that, our deadline for the canning on the 1st of August, um, which we've been big on production, especially last week. Um, but especially beers like um, a traditional Pilsner, uh, we want to really get that right, nice and clear, give the beer enough time to condition out. Yeah. So that, I suppose that's the ballpark there. Yeah. So the IPA is probably a month, probably yeah. something like that, and then the pale ale as well. Try yeah. and turn those around in a month after you. Like a brew day is only the day, yeah. um, but to ferment it out um, and, and you know make sure that it's got no off flavours and you, you clean up all those off flavours and, and get your temperatures right and ferment it all out. It's, it's a month for those ones, but yeah, a bit yeah. longer for the for the, for the lagers. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, now I've noticed the beers. So in the Equinot as a really good example. Um, there's some other hops in there, but the front and center is the Equinot. This is what we're mm. we're focusing on. Um, most of the beers are mostly just named out. It's a pale, it's an IPA, it's a dark ale. Yeah. Obviously, we're in we're in a local business, still mostly on tap. You got the pale in cans. Has there been any discussion yet about okay, if we start to get a range of stuff out there canned, are we looking at, for example, um, using some creative names to sort of promote the beers? Are we still sort of like keeping it sort of like you know? This one's a dark, this one's a pale, this is a mountain mark, this is who we are. We sort of started there and we had some crazy names and things like that and then we sort of, we put ourselves in a person who goes into a, a bottle shop and has a look in the fridge and I think sometimes you can go in there and you have a look and you see all these names and you don't actually know what sort of beer it is. Yeah. People go in there and they go, I want a pale and it's like, which one's the pale I can't see it, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, um, so we sort of, you know, had that, back a bit. That's, what, that's what we yeah. wanted to do um, but I think like you're saying, so say we have three IPAs down the track or whatever, we obviously have to differentiate those yeah. and we'll yeah. probably look at it there. But we're actually we're actually looking at more of the punter going in and you know having a look at, 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 at what those beers are. Yeah, what you see is what you get. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's yeah. what Punky just said. So we're looking at doing some fruity sort of sours at some point as well. So obviously, depending on the fruit that's going in, that's the type of sour it's going to be. So it might yep. be. I don't know, watermelon sour, raspberry sour, passion fruit sour, yeah. whatnot. And the same with the Pilsner. We've got two Pilsners on tap at the moment. One's just the Pilsner, it's the first one we've done, and then we've got a German Pilsner as well. So, you yeah, know. Yeah. But we had some But we're trying to start. keep it simple yeah. at this point, I think. I suppose, yeah, I got yeah. on board, and Mick and I talked about this, and we we're both straight away in agreement. Let's make it simple for the consumers. Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. want to confuse people. However, like the Garage Project in New Zealand, you know, they've got some awesome names for some of their beers, yeah. but for us, especially starting out. It's funny you mentioned Garage Project. I swear they have a few beers where they've gone the other way and they don't even tell you on the can what the beer is. Yeah. I think that I reckon I bought yeah. a Happy I've Sessions beer that. once that just yeah. said Happy Sessions Volume 2 and yeah. it mentioned some hops and it had a blurb that didn't really say much I'm like okay I'll I take think, a gamble I think, I, think, I, think, I, I think it could work for beer nerds who go into yeah. the, who go yeah. in and, and buy stuff but the, the, the average punter you know is, they'll, they'll, they'll find it hard to go away from oh, I want a draft or I want a pale ale yeah. or you know I think in particular this Garage Project, their tagline is try something new. So they yeah. you know, you're yeah. expecting, you're like, oh, this That's could be whole thing. Yeah, yeah this yeah. could be, uh, this could yeah, be anything, and it's uh, mostly delicious. I have to which, tell you. which yeah. I like as well. I love their beers, actually. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm just gonna run through um, each one of you guys and just quickly ask, yeah, you, what's your favourite beer style? Ooh. Or if you, if you, or if you were a beer style, which one would you be? <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say a Pilsner for me. A, um, okay. Yeah, from Czech Republic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, nice. <clears throat> that would be my beer style. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, I'm big on the stouts, so stout. give me a stout any day. Now, um, I heard Imperial Stout. You're hoping to make an Imperial Stout I would stout love them to make yeah, an yeah, Imperial Stout. Not me. Not me. No, no, they will have to know. But I would love to do so like different different type of stouts and saying that we've got to be careful and obviously what we're going to produce we've got eight taps we don't have unlimited taps either so I can't really put four stouts on there but if it was for me I would have four stouts on yeah. there uh, <laughs> there you go no awesome I'm a fan of Imperial so keep hitting yeah. that button that'd, that'd be great yeah I really like it goes yeah. yeah okay yeah cool yeah, so I've, yeah, I've tried quite a few and I, I, I really like it we're gonna we're gonna try one yeah um, not quite yet but we, we will get there yeah well I know um 
Well, we, we've tried a, a couple from Akasha, but they do a quite a few gozers up there, and they're yeah. Um, yeah, pretty delicious, aren't they? Yeah, so yeah. the the thing with that, salt salt water? And coriander. Yeah, yeah, coriander. Okay. That's there the tradition, traditional, yeah. but obviously people mix it up and put other, other yes, stuff Yes, of course. You're going to have to go traditional. Yeah. But we though. like... We like, uh, yeah. like like when we start, we like to go traditional to start. So like with the sour, we just want a flat sour. So yep. we get it right. And I think when we do our first one, it'll be a, a traditional one, and then we might play around with it after that. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, cool. Ah, oh, very interesting. Yeah. I'm going to put them on the spot a little bit. Um, another brewery, but um, you mentioned the Imperial Stouts. Um, we we developed, which is through this podcast, a really good relationship with Hargraves Hill. Okay. Uh, speaking of those guys, and they were nice enough to send us a couple of their. Russian Imperial Stouts Ooh, and the, nice. ba- the Bourbon Barrel Age one. So, oh, yes. um, oh. if you guys are Barrel doing an Imperial Stout and you need any advice on it, I'm sure if you reach out to those guys, yeah. they'll be more than happy oh, to help. See you go, Mick. Yeah. Mick is real keen on the uh, getting some wooden barrels yes. out there. Barrel yeah. Age beers. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we want to get some agar plates and go up into the hills yeah. up here and capture some wild yeast yeah. and stuff as yeah. well oh, yeah. later on. And we, we sort of you know, want to make a real local sort of. Um, that's That'd where we want to go. Cool. Yeah. Oh, there's a joke in there about like, is it like Pokemon Go on your app? Like, how do you catch a wild geese? Is it like getting Pokemon? <laughs> but like, I don't know anything about Pokemon, so I'll get the all the the terminology and the puns wrong. So we won't even worry about it. Um, you mentioned like you guys do you play cricket together. Yeah, yeah. Nick and I. Feel Not me, beauty. just us. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, United Cricket Club. Yeah. yeah too much about the cricket power. coming from Germany. Oh, well, I, I, I see some highlights in the European it. league. Finally I tell enough. Her, I tell her I put it on, and I'm going to put it on. She goes to bed straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No, finally well, right enough, our daughter plays <laughs> cricket. So I'm actually helping Punky's wife to teach the kids sometimes. So nice. I know yes. enough about cricket to show the little ones how to play it. Yeah. <laughs> My wife and I. Just the really little ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, beautiful wife, Bronnie, and I. We um, we coach the Woolworths Blast, and they're doing an amazing job. Yeah, little kids in Mount Beauty and. And Mick and Steph help out there too. Yeah, so Steph's learning more and more about That's it. the amazing game of cricket. Yeah, I'm <laughs> would it, never experience enough in Germany. <laughs> uh, but do you, how do you find, um, like, I know at my footy club, the guys that like craft beer come and speak to me under their breath in the corner. They're like, you know, I really like craft beer as well. Because, you know, it's, there's still... I think it's the same. I think it's the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering yeah. is it the yeah. same for you guys? Blokes, we've got a few blokes here, and then you got the... Yeah, the guys will only drink Colton Draft, but yeah. um, we're yeah. lucky enough to have a few of the guys who yeah. uh, and have helped us out. Really you know, I think I was talking to you earlier, and they're, they're being sort of, um, you know, providing us constructive feedback. Um, the guys who actually know about beer, and it's been really good. Yeah, no. Um, and I know one of the, the, the classic country footy tropes is uh, a slab in the winners' rooms. Yeah. After, have you been down to the footy club at all and thought, here's a pale, here's a pale ale? Get, get on the guys. If they have a good win, just give it to them and like, let them expand might, their journey a little bit. This year. What do you yeah, mean? I yeah. reckon so. Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't have the cans um, the last, yeah. last season. We'll no. have them this year, so yeah. we'll see how we go. Yeah. I think if you're going to bring those pale ales cans into the change rooms, we might all join the footy club as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice little signing um, bonus. Numbers handy. Just some little fun questions. Just sort of like wrap up the pod um, you guys are in charge of a creating a beer and music festival you've got to pick three breweries and three bands that aren't Grinspoon who is a Grinspoon fan and well both of them Grinspoon's fine that's fine um, so if you're picking three breweries and three bands for your festival who are you reaching out to and asking to, asking to be there go on, Nick <laughs> no I don't know 
I definitely <laughs> Tool was my favourite band, so okay, I'd be, okay. I'd be, oh, nice. I'd be, uh, <laughs> I immediately thought of Tool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. Uh, we're already there. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Yep, we play that a lot in the brew house. Mm, yeah, corn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh come on, come on. Come on. Let's get Steph involved too. Yep. We saw them a few years ago. They were awesome. All right, so we got Tool, Corn, and Queenstown. But let's say if you had to go someone Australian, I would oh. try and get the Super Jesus in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, like all us, too. Nice. Yeah. yeah um, Super Jesus. And who else would we go Australian? Ah, um, oh, Spot. Would Spider yeah, Bait play their early stuff? As long as they play their early stuff. As long as it's their early stuff. Yeah. 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 And maybe regurgitate it, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. your old stuff better than your new stuff. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot to talk about after this. <laughs> <laughs> so, just let you know. Just Can you, you organise some of them for us? We'd love to get them out of here. And we haven't even talked about the beer yet. Yeah, exactly right. Well, haven't said the breweries What's that? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, we haven't. I'm oh, sorry, I got excited about the music part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so too. I'll pass back to Grass. What do you reckon? What do you reckon, Tommy? Uh, get Ben spoke in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely want to get. Three. Yeah, we're definitely going to get Young Henrys in, but only because I spend so much time there in Sydney, like probably every week. We're yeah. in Newtown pretty much every week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, my family went to um, to Young Henrys on recommendation of yeah, um, Nick and before we flew out to Sydney yeah. Airport last year, and yeah, we had a great mm. yeah. Great hour there. It was excellent. I love to go. Back what was the barrel age one just recently up in um, in Bright? Barrel age, barrel age in at darker days. Yeah, darker oh, days. Uh, uh, La Serena. Oh, La Serena. La Serena. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Loved, I loved every beer I had. Yes. Those guys. Can we go? Ben spoke, Young Henrys, and La Serena. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. our three breweries. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm, There's I'm, our festival. I'm at this festival. Don't, don't <laughs> worry about it. Oh, incredible. You might struggle to get tall, I reckon, though. <laughs> oh, I think so nah. too. That's why well, I said stick to the Aussies. True. Thanks for saying bands too. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not ripping on other types of music, but I'm just glad no one just How said about some, some DJ that no, I hadn't no, heard of. Or, so, I'm sorry, oh, I Taylor Swift. I, I was on, I was on Ticketek trying to buy tickets for a, a um, Thornhill concert the other week. They're just an Australian metalcore band. Yep. It took oh, me yeah. half an hour because everyone was trying to buy Taylor Swift tickets at the same yeah. time. Oh yeah. yeah. I went on to tickets for that gig and it said, are you trying to buy Taylor Swift tickets? I was like, no, I'm not. Something else. Can you just go to the page I want to go to? Sorry, we're, um, we're I must have been one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to convince... We got a seven-year-old. Seven, yeah, she really wants to go and see Taylor Swift, but I was going to try and pay someone to take her. Yeah. Well, anyway. Well, the important question is we've all read about the Taylor Swift tickets is did you actually get them? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know anyone who did. No, no. no. a disappointed seven-year-old, which is not something we like. Yeah, my no. 70-year-old was pretty sad about it. Took her to the movies and statues. Ah, there we go. That's something. Um, <laughs> now, before, how could I possibly have nearly missed this? Um, the last beer we're drinking. We were going to oh, ask yeah. about this beer, not knowing we were going to have a chance to actually taste it. Yeah. So please talk us through. So what is it? Honeybird Coffee Collab. Is that right? Yes. That's right, yeah. So uh, shout out to Ryan and Sandy at Honeybird Coffees. Um, Lovely people, very enthusiastic and passionate about their coffees. Yeah. And they're local yeah, yeah. and my beauty. They roast everything here in my beauty as well. And their coffee's amazing. And you can actually get it in Albury Wajunga as well. Oh, nice. So yeah. there's a few few places that, that sell it. Yep. 
Um, is it? Uh, there's the pub on Dean Street, the public house, and yep. Honeybird Coffee there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. And do you have an Albury in front of Kmart? There is a whole Honeybird sort of coffee oh, shop yeah. area. Yeah. yeah. The so guys are just up the road. They're like a kilometre that, yeah. that way. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, yeah. our go-to yeah. favourite anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. so um, we did a um, local um, business accommodation provider community group um, meet and greet um, back in March, was it, for um, a tasting and a brewery tour. Yep. Um, pretty much a number of businesses that um, have liquor licences in Mount Beauty and say, hey, try a beer, this is our story. Um, we, we're here to support and add to our local tourism industry um, and talk about us as well. Showing the... Um, the brew house and Ryan and Sandy who just absolutely loved our product and they said we'd love to collaborate with you guys and I said yes for sure oh awesome straight there on the spot I thought coffee beer it's got to go with a milk stout mm. yeah. you get a, a, a sweeter sweeter dark beer with a coffee edition yeah, let's, and um, let's try that and yeah we've just been talking and uh, working towards that from now is uh, we'll be on tap next week and what you're sampling um, straight from the bright tank, which is the yeah, last first no. um, before and carbonated. carbonated yeah. Um, yeah, so it just needs a bit more carbonation. So it's going to be more carbonated. Well, right yeah, I can yeah. tell you what I was. Um, it smells like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we often, Steph, you were talking about the smell of the hops and that sort of thing, and we yeah. often talk about the smell test of a beer, and like that's one of my favourite things. But yeah, I um, I don't know if the camera would have caught it, but I put my nose in here before and I had a big smile on my face. It smells <laughs> absolutely yeah. delicious. Fantastic. Yeah, yes. no, it's great. That's a uh, mild coffee strain uh, velvet assassin. So, oh, you got oh, a little even bit better. Isn't that Matthew Lloyd's nickname when he played footy? Oh, oh velvet sledgehammer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know for the bombers, yeah. No, absolutely <laughs> delicious. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, no, it's uh, it's so so roasty, and there's this almost a. Um, a, 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 like a lingering sort of mouth feel, which might be the. And you say it's a milk stout. Does that mean it contains yeah. lactose? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. It, it must be. It must be that. But yeah, it's just like a big, big coffee pot with a, a beautiful stout, milk yeah. stout in the background. So that's awesome. I'm sure this will be. This will be a favourite. Now, again, us as novices asking people to brew beer. Do you expect much of the the taste of the beer at all to change once it has carbonated a little bit more and is on tap? Or yeah, yeah. So. Um I suppose, what would you say, Mick? Like carbonation just in, um, brings out just a couple more flavours than, um, than you expect. Yeah, but, but having said that, like a, a dark beer like that, you don't over-carbonate it. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It's got less carbonation than a, than a pale ale or an IPA and things like that, so it's got to be a little yep. bit less. But, yeah, you know, it, it sort of accentuates the flavour a little bit more, um, having the carbonation in it. Awesome. Well, anyone listening, if you're in the local area, or if you're not and you're travelling down, make sure you get down here soon to... Uh, to sample this because it's, it's a, actually a really unique beer too I must say because we try a lot of different beers um, yeah. there's a really unique a really unique flavour and taste to this this is absolutely fantastic so and thank you for Lovely. being generous enough to give us a sample as well oh, I'm not expecting yeah. it at all yeah. so, no thank you now um, just a couple more quick ones um, I know obviously you guys are cricket fans um, if you could pick a former and current Australian cricketer for a brew day who would you have in here to help you out I can't answer that question. I don't know any cricketers, so they have to do that. David Boone. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drink it all before I... <laughs> <laughs> David Boone would be awesome. He'd have some great Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know. 
Well, I've gone batsman. Okay. You got a bowl? Both of them, maybe? Yeah, Does yeah. Does have to be Australian? Uh, no. Uh, no. I, reckon, no. I, reckon, I reckon he'd be interesting. Oh, for sure. I just think the stories from those two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially cricket before um, analysis and coaches and coaches yeah. and coaches and so on. Yeah. There's a lot more characters in the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually quite funny because um, with, with cricket, for the outsider, there's seemingly, you know, particularly test cricket, which is my favourite form of cricket. But it me doesn't too, seem, me too. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't seem there's much going on. But the stories that these people have, like if those walls could talk, there's a lot going on. So, um, no, that's very exciting. Yeah, Bernie. Bernie would, he'd, yeah, he'd yeah. probably drink your drive before hey, you get a Murphy taste. Was, oh, man. I, I wouldn't yeah. mind having a... Did you see him interviewed at a lunch break? Yes, and I did. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> still yeah. a character. I, oh, yeah. oh dear! Yeah, I've had the I've had the pleasure of meeting Merv, and that's uh, you would oh. want him there. You would want, <laughs> he's just absolute scream. I was in Hobart one night. I was in the Navy at the time, and all I remember out of the casino, he's running down the street with his fingers up. Show me the money! Show me the money! That's <laughs> <laughs> true story. Oh, Cheeky's hilarious. Sounds like him. Yeah. Um, cool. So. I've probably got sort of a, I don't know, sort of a business sort of question. Um, so where do you guys sort of see the brewery in one year time, five years time, and then 20, 20 years time? I know that's tough. Flying cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think at the moment we're obviously concentrating on getting our products, you know, a good product. Like I said, nice and clean product, I think, in the next year. We'll can a little bit more and we'll start getting out there and going to get into local um, pubs and supermarkets and things like that and hopefully, you know, some kegs and stuff um, around yep. the place. Yep. Um, eventually, you know, we don't, we don't, we want to remain, a, you know, a independent, you know, um, um, brewery. So, you know, yep. maybe, um, you know, venturing into parts of Melbourne and then maybe even Sydney, yep. but, um, you know, I don't think we've mm. thought too, too much past that. Yeah, that's okay. I'd like yeah. to see in five years' time we've, We're um, really confident with our, even more confident with our core range, but we've got um, some pretty funky um, Ghost-style beers and IPAs. Stuff around Uh, the edges, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, to complement those um, those core range beers that people are enjoying right now. Yeah, It's fun. It's fun to make different styles. Like, yeah. like yeah. when, when, we're, when, when punkies, we're doing the sour, it's like, like a big vibe in the, in the, in the brewery. You know, we're doing a sour. This is yeah. going to be cool. You know, it's like, it's yeah. really fun to do that. Yeah. yeah. This beer, this beer has been a lot of fun. Yeah. We've had Honeybird Coffee we've been collaborating with, um, researched all different types of milk stouts from New Zealand and Australia to come up with this recipe. Yeah, so... That'd be yeah. I can see a little bit more of that yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. What well, it, ta- it, it tastes like a lot of fun as well. And I would have to say, as we mentioned in this region, there's probably a lot of people to um, collaborate with. Do you guys? I don't don't want to put you on the spot or anything like that. Is there anyone in the region, like coffee, beer, wine, whoever that you would like to collaborate with that you can see yourselves doing it? Down I don't the line? think we limit ourselves to anybody. Like anybody, yeah. say like people approach us and you know it's like yeah, no, that sounds cool. That sounds yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. When might getting you know with with some. Um, you know, getting some barrel stuff from from some wineries, you know, yeah, like trying yeah. something like that. Yeah, great. And, um, but, yeah. but you know, but I don't think we, we, we wouldn't limit ourselves to anything. We'll we'll give anything a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'd like awesome. to see um, when we got our barrel aged beer happening, um, a local distiller saying, yeah, uh, yeah well. how about say with Ben spoke how they had the Irish uh, whiskey barrels, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, brought over, yep. yeah, um, and also it's been cool, like um, Gather and Harvest. Oh um, yes, yeah. Recently approached us about um, yeah bringing out a um, like a male Father's Day cologne. 
best beer um, cologne. Yeah, they do soaps and um, yeah. all sorts of products like that. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah. the uh, the car air freshener wasn't too far off. No, that's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, because um, what is it? Uh, the, what's the actual? Is it Lupulin? Is that what it is in a hop? That, that, is, that, yeah. is that what yeah. we're smelling? Yeah. yeah. I had to say it like a, yeah. 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 <laughs> we are, we are learning. It's, it's only taken 50 episodes or whatever it is to learn. <laughs> no, very good. Um, finally, have you guys got anything you want to tell us? Anything coming up? What's happening? What's getting canned next? I don't know. Yeah, yeah what's getting canned next? Can next. Right. next. Yeah, okay. On. So we've got getting the draft. We've got to get the draft on yeah, cans because yeah, yeah, nice. um, locals are really enjoying that. Yeah. Um, awesome. And a good intro into craft beers. And um, the Equinot IPA that you've got there. Yeah, yep, cool. This is sitting in um, Fermenter 1 right now. That's yep. all um, conditioning away for canning. Yep. Um, so that's two. Number three, we've... On Thursday, we brewed the um, the milk stout, ready to do the coffee edition later on this um, month in July, um, to can that one. Um, we're trying to do a passion fruit sour as yes. well, but we're not sure we're going to get there. So it's first August. We sort of got to get cracking early this week, yeah, um, to get it down in time. Like we'll do it, and if it's ready, it's ready. If it's not, we won't do it. So we'll, we'll yeah. see how that one goes. Yeah, awesome. but, um, yeah, so we're looking at four varieties. We'll definitely have three extra varieties in cans, but uh, yeah, we'll cool. see how the, the passion fruit ferments out. Yeah. That sounds super excited. Ed, that awesome about the, I mean, the, all of them, the Equinon, I'm, I'm excited. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm buying some. Thank yeah. you. That would be fantastic. <laughs> um, now, once again, thank you guys. This, is, this has been fantastic. Um, and we're not just saying this because we're here, but if we didn't know you guys and we just happened to stumble across a brewery, we will be raving about the beers we've had today. They've been fantastic. Thank you. So oh, thank awesome. you. It's nice to hear. And thanks for coming down, guys. Yes, thank yeah. you it's, for it's coming fantastic. all the way here. No, of course. No, thank really you. Really appreciate it's it. It's been absolutely awesome. So, um, yeah, anyone, that's, whether you're in the area or not, um, if you can get down to the West Peak Hotel and grab your Mountain Monk beers, um, please visit the guys. They're obviously very friendly and accommodating <laughs> as well. Um, and that's, that's the cool small-town country vibe you're going to get, but you're also going to get some world-class beers. So, um, no, thanks, guys. This has been bloody awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Thank guys. you so much. Thank Cheers. you. Thanks, gents. Cheers.